Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello, ladies and germs. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Dill Temple. I'm Johnny. I'm Spencer. Here on Dill Temple, we go on FridayNightLights.fandom.com. Yeah. We click random article. And we talk about it. Yeah. Let's just do it. All right. Wow, okay. Yeah. No. Bold. Bold and brash. Oh, shit. Did we get rewarded? Kind of, yeah. Gaius Charles. It's a cool name. It is. Gaius Charles. Is that like the, wasn't that the first emperor of the Holy Roman Empire? <laughs> Yeah. He's on the show? <laughs> Gaius the Great. Gaius Charles, born May 2nd, 1983, is an American stage, television, and film actor, best known for playing Brian Smash Williams on the NBC <sighs> sports drama television series Friday Night Lights. Brian he- Smash what? Williams. That sounds like a baseball player's name, Brian yeah. Smash Williams. Yeah. You know? Maybe he is. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's a dual threat. He currently stars as Dr. Shane Ross on the ABC medical drama series Grey's Anatomy. Whoa. Good for him. Yeah. Wow, we got a lot. We got a lot here. This is a beefy boy. This is a beefy boy. Um, Do you think that the Friday Night Lights and the Grey's Anatomy happen in the same universe? You know, I heard someone say something really funny, or it might have just been an observation I saw on Twitter or something, but it was like, um, every documentary happens in the same universe. Yeah. (laughs) That's That's pretty funny, yeah. Charles was born on May 2nd, 1983 in Manhattan, New York, then lived in Queens and later moved to Teaneck, New Jersey with his family when he was in middle school. Growing up in the childhood home of con- composer Alan Silvestri, what? he graduated from Teaneck High in 2001. He attended Carnegie Mellon University's College of Fine Arts, where he obtained a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree in drama and performed in productions including Candide. I love Candide. Yeah. The Wild Party clear, clear, hey, and full, Spunk. Clear eyes, full heart, Candide. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything about Candide. It's fun. I think I read the book. Isn't it? What's the... Oh, shit. I used to have a quote from Candide in my Facebook profile. <sighs> that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually... I, I have heard that it is a pretty easy read in, super in easy. French, and oh, I would okay. like to read it. It's only like 20 pages long anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. I wish I remember what it was. Damn it. The this... the music from it is pretty funny. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The music is funny? It's a, it's a uh, musical. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Which was written first? The book. Okay. Voltaire wrote the book. Sure. And then um, Leonard Bernstein mm. wrote the, the play. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was um, uh, Barstein. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're, okay. You whatever. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's because f- like the, the whole premise. Well, mm. you've read it. I have when I was in 12th grade. The premise is like... W- 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 this is the best of all possible worlds. Like yeah. everything is is perfect, and even stuff that's bad is actually good. Sure, yeah, and it's very fun and funny. I mean, I wish I could remember what the quote was. I'm gonna have to go back. It was. I feel like it has something to do with like him, like yeah, like almost dying and just being like, well, that's just what it is. Like I don't even. I don't know. Um, there's there's a part where there's like a public execution, uh-huh. and a dude is um, talk. I I forget why he's, you know, exactly what leads up to it, but he's talking about how um. He, ha- he has like syphilis or something okay. 
and he's he's like going back through his sexual history <laughs> and like where he got it and where that person got it and where that person got it going all the way back and he's like and it's great and you know this this disease like made us all a big family and then um it's like the book of numbers in the bible yeah <laughs> and then at the end like right before they hang him i think this is the same song he's like uh hey before before you hang me i just gotta say I think it's awesome that God in his infinite wisdom invented the rope. And then they, <laughs> they like hang him. <laughs> that's wild. It rules. Man, that's so interesting. It's very fun. Uh, we should we maybe we should get the um Dilettante Ball book club back together and we all, all read Candide. In French. And oh, great, yeah, that'd be awesome. Can't wait to do that. What was the book we did read? We read two, didn't we? We read Kafka, we read um We read the the, the Metamorphosis and we read um the Herman Hesse novel. Yeah, Mahat- Mahatma Gandhi or something. The fuck was it called? Siddhartha. Siddhartha. Yeah, mm-hmm. the metamorphosis was better. Yeah, I agree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, he uh, he appeared in Candide, The Wild Party, and Spunk, the college's first production with an all-black cast. He appeared in Romeo and Juliet as Mercutio, nice, nice. at the Princeton Rep Shakespeare Festival, and also studied at the National Institute of Dramatic Arts in Sydney, Australia. Wow. Um, why did he do that? Why not? Yeah, you're right. Charles had guest starred in one episode of The Book of Daniel and one episode of Law and Order SVU. He attended around 250 auditions before landing a main role on the ensemble cast of Friday Night Lights as Brian Smash Williams. The night before his Friday Night Lights audition, Thursday, he sprained his ankle and wound up in a hospital emergency room, which he took as a sign from God that I should really prepare for this one. Though he had originally intended to kind of wing it. When he got the part, he began to watch football, listen to Texas rap music, research famous running backs, as well as Texas's economic struggles. Smash okay. left good, the good series. Oh, Smash left the series as a main character in the second season. Wow! And Charles only had a recurring role in season three. Interesting. Maybe he graduated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We we go into the new class. It is fun that like a theater nerd has to study sports to for a role. Like yeah. Like I spent my whole life not paying attention to this, and now I have to for for work. The first thing I said it was like when he went into the role, he started watching football. Like oh <laughs> shit, I guess I got to learn what this whole pigskin thing is, huh? <laughs> Man, um, you throw it long ways, huh? <laughs> the by the time this episode comes out, the XFL would have deb- will have debuted. Oh already, shit! But. Uh, and in the real world time recording of this, uh, it's, it comes out in like two days. And, no, tomorrow. Oh, t- fuck. Yeah, because there's this game on Saturday and Sunday. Sundays are our our boys, the Tampa Bay Vipers. There we go. Okay, so yeah, let's go Vipers. So I was looking up some of the rules. Or that, no, it's is it Tampa Bay or Miami Vipers? Dude, I don't fucking know. Okay, it doesn't. It won't matter in six weeks. But maybe by the time this episode comes out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But there, there, there's a lot of different rules. Not a lot, but a fair amount of rules changes from football. That seem like it will be a little more fun, a little more extreme. Yeah, I'm, you might say a little more extreme. Yeah, certainly more fast. I know that. I'm furi- more furious as well. It's slightly more furious. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, hundred um, percent and twenty percent respectively. Um, but they're they're also changing some things that they used to do that they're not doing anymore, which is good. No more guns. No more guns. Or they're allowed, so each team is allowed to have one person with a gun, but they can only have it in one game a season. Oh, so you'll never know who has it and in what game. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and the gun only has it's a it has three bullets. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you use them judiciously, uh, just like your timeouts. Um, <laughs> the so the XFL used to do this thing. So in normal NFL games, whoever gets the ball first is determined by a coin flip. XFL says fuck that, or they used to say that. They don't do this anymore. What we're gonna do, they said in two thousand one, was 
we're gonna put the ball in the middle of the field and y'all motherfuckers just run for it. That <laughs> rules. It does rule um, on paper, but in practice, it Dude. led to a lot of concussions. <laughs> so they're they're. The XFL was purposely more... Dog pile! (laughs) So they're trying to avoid that sort of thing. That's fair and reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, there's like a lot of shit where they're just like... It's probably gonna be like half the the time of a normal game, which is fun. Um, Since his Friday Night Lights departure, Charles has appeared in a number of stage productions, including Brokeology at Williamstown, Massachusetts Theater Festival. He's completed filming... That's it, huh? A number of them, including this one you've never heard of. He has completed filming on 2009 films, Toe to Toe and The Messenger, and is set to appear in, this is an old article apparently, in 2010's Bone Deep. He's Uh, had minor roles in two movies released in 2010, Takers as Max and Salt as a CIA officer. Salt was a real movie. That was the one, it was like, it was like a woman James Bond or something, Mm. or she was a Russian spy or something. (sighs) Or am I thinking of the right movie? Maybe I'm thinking of the the Veruca Salt um, biography movie. Do you say biopic or biopic? I say biopic. I do too. I think anyone who says biopic is troubled. If someone says biopic, I've got a, a gif of a <laughs> man sticking up his middle finger for them. Uh, and then he was on uh, Grey's Anatomy, starting in the ninth season. Jesus, what's well, still going? That's, it's like in twenty. It's like a twenty season. That's crazy because it started when we were like in high school. Yeah. Like the references I know to it are so dated that they're mm. not oh yeah McDreamy McSteamy yeah. they're gone I'm they sure. died like the season season two or something. Charles's first name Gaius is an homage to Gaius Julius Caesar's first name. I didn't know that that was his whole name. Gaius Julius Caesar mm-hmm. uh, is that even his name? What's Augustus? Augustus Gloop. Augustus Gloop. Okay, a lot of Charlie Charlie and the Chocolate Factory references today. Uh, also, one of Jesus's earliest early disciples, Gaius, to whom the third epistle of John is addressed. What? In 2007, he said of his name, "It's so unique that I guess as a kid you don't appreciate it, but as I've gotten older, people have only come to really respond to it and really appreciate it for its unusual for its unusual factor." It's a good name. Yeah. Charles is Christian, calling his faith in Christ and God the only thing that's really gotten me here to this point. I guess. After his stint on Friday Night Lights, he left acting in order to pursue a degree in theology from Drew University. Charles' interests include public speaking, boxing, aviation, and writing. Everything a good pastor needs. (laughs) Why? I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe it's, you know, I think people get this thing where, where it's like, well, I got... God gave me acting for the first, you know, 20 years of my life or whatever. I'm, I'm going to give, yeah, give it back. It's like when you, um, yeah, you're like the military gave me my, my college degree. So now I'm going to join the military for six years or whatever. Yeah. Ugh. I was, I feel bad. I, I always feel bad for, I, when I was in college, I felt bad for the, the Hare Krishna people. Cause it was like, boy, what's your, what's your whole life? Just kind of like walking around and feeding people and chanting. And then I was like, well, they don't care. Like, that's what they want to do. Sounds pretty tight. I guess. I used to love listening. Like, yeah. that chant, I, like, get it. I, I, I get how it could, like, get you into a, a, a like, yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and not, not, not anything beyond just chanting something so repetitively. Sure. Whatever it is. Yeah. There's, like, a whole bunch of different, like, uh, like, mind and body hacks that people have figured out. That we just don't, you and I don't know about, but some people do. Sure. You know? Not that they're necessarily like esoteric or secret, or anything. some of them are. But doctors don't want you to know this one weird trick. That's what it is. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I mean, that that sort of chanting might might you know, it's um, what do you call it? 
there's a whole it's the same thing as like um dancing or meditating or like a flow state yeah basically yeah that's that's a that's a good word for it yeah um and it could lead to like really good uh ideas or or insights you know um some people will say like they get their best ideas when they're in the shower. Sure. And that's cause like your brain goes into that. Like instead of like being in alpha waves, it's in beta waves or, or whatever. Yeah. Like, same thing with like washing dishes or whatever. Do you think that you could find like the, I, I, uh, uh, like lo-fi mm. Hare Krishna chanting to study to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like lo-fi Hare Krishna beats. Yeah. Um, okay. You must be able to find just recordings of Hare Krishna chants. Certainly that, yes. I would because like when I really need to concentrate, I listen to Philip Glass. I I listen to um, Godspeed You Black Emperor, which I don't know if you've ever listened to them or mm-hmm. not. It's a lot of just it's not noise, but it's it's not really anything, but it has like that sort of like <clears throat> Hare Krishna kind of chanting like feel sort of sure. It's just like a bunch of nothing. Each each song is like twenty minutes long. I also like uh, this band called Dawn of Midi. Okay, that I, I they originally did a Radio Lab episode about them, which is weird. Are they like chiptune t- kind of? It's basically like Philip Glass, uh-huh. but instead of classical instruments, it's like the instruments in a rock band. So it's like a regular guitar, like regular drums, uh-huh. bass, but it's just like really, really repetitive. Okay, interesting. Is it's, it like ambient almost? Like kind like, of. It's sort of a noise scape? No, it's like, you know, Philip Glass is like scales and, and I'm not super familiar. You're way more familiar oh, with him. Oh, man, I love Philip Glass. Sure. But in a repetitive sort yeah. of like, yeah. So it's not it's not a soundscape. It's music. Sure. But just really repetitive. Right, like right. Phil- There's no bridge and chorus. and Philip Glass will literally be eight minutes of... I I have nothing against it. Genuinely, for, especially love it. for like concentration and and something like that. I think it's awesome. Yeah, is that why he did it? No. What was his? He he's written like um, like uh uh music not musicals I guess like operas. Sure. Like um and uh, he, I'm oh, sure he's done music for movies and stuff. I think he has scores. Um, one about King Tut. I think it's called two. Uh, or no, 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 it's Akhenaten. Yeah, it's Akhenaten. it is. Yeah. Um. I know that because you've mentioned it. Yeah. yeah. And then he, uh, Einstein on the beach, I believe is one. Okay. And which is like, I think just hours and hours long. And, um, he, he also did the soundtrack to a, a, a movie, like a kind of a documentary called Koyana Skatsi, which the soundtrack <laughs> to that is awesome because there's, there's like words in it, but it's like a lot of just like really repetitive. Okay. Uh, just like, like one song, they just say, for like <laughs> eight minutes and the visuals of that movie are this it's really repetitive visuals of like like plants growing and people moving yeah. and oh my gosh it's what's stopping you or i from just making like what is phil glass doing that we can't do if his if songs of his are just like why can't we do that is it because he did it first? I think it's a little bit of that, and I think it's a little bit. I uh, they're still arranged for a full orchestra, and I don't know how the fuck to do that. I guess you got me there. Um, there's a, st- a genre of music, a very small genre of music called shoegaze. Are you, sure, you ever yeah, heard of it? Yeah, and it just, it's sort of you, you reminded me of it a little bit when you're talking about that song where they just say the same phrase over and over again, where the 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 vocals are are basically they're not any more important than any other instruments. Yeah. And it's almost like it's just another piece of the, the sound. I like 
that. That's cool. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. because uh, it's like there's it's shoegaze in particular. There's like. I guess there's like a melancholy to it yes. that I really like. Yeah, me too. I like anything that's that's that has that yeah. that melancholy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what that is. Me neither. Yeah, um, I think pa- pavement might be shoe yeah. is. Yeah, and I I want to. I almost feel like there's a early Smashing Pumpkins album. That's like shoegaze adjacent. That mm. that made it click for me. It might have been, um, might have been Gish. Gish, yeah. yeah. But it was like, oh, okay, now I get it. Sure. Um, sort of like I, I. It's fun to um, listen to the listen to the uh, uh, inspirations uh, of the artists that you listen to, to sort of see like where they got. You know, that's what kind of got me into um, uh, uh, like R and B or blues or whatever, is because. Uh, I'm a big Jack White fan. Sure. So I'll go back and listen to Howling Wolf. So it's kind of like my syphilis. So, so Jack White is the Waluigi of, <laughs> of, of like old school rhythm and blues. Explain yourself right now. Well, he's like, he's sort of uh, the... He's saying something old and making it new. But like a weird kind of like flipped, rev- like... You know, sure. like a dark side version. Yeah, I guess a nega a nega version. At the end of the day, I guess you you would pretty easily say Jack White is the <laughs> Waluigi of blues. Smell you later. <laughs> is that a football thing? Can you? Give me the the prep the um the last con- game comma seven seven is capitalized is last game seven is Matt's nickname seven that's Maybe his that's fucking ju- number it has to be fuck thank you for playing arcade audio play more at arcadeaudio.net.